Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're here, old school, Jay Foreman, DP, Austin on the ones and twos, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop, located at 84th and Havelock, every type of meat and every type of cut. Um, yeah, we mentioned in the crossover, the Hall of Fame class, some good dudes going in, Vanden Bosch, Taylor Martinez, we'll jump into him. Top of the hour, we're going to be calling and uh, getting Troy Dumas on, uh, who's uh, deserved, deservedly so, for sure. Uh, played with him and Vanden Bosch. Uh, Spencer Long is in, um, so it's a good class going in. It's always, uh, you know, being in before it's always a big deal. I think it, for me, it's a, it was a you know cherry on top, kind of the last thing I needed for my football you know career to feel complete. So hopefully they feel the same. Be good to you know hear from Troy and talk to him. But I know the uh, big, not big. Well, yeah, he was a big name, a, a lightning rod in in his time here at Nebraska. Um, and he got in rightfully so good for him as, uh, Taylor Martinez. And I know you were asking me about him, Austin. And I felt like, uh, you know, I think sometimes, and you saw this a lot, sometimes maybe like during the bow, uh, you know, era is guys would come in early flash and they left and they, they, what you didn't see the the incremental improvement. Now one, one that's, I think is the outlier is, is Amir, but I think Amir was buried deep in the in the uh, depth chart and needed to get bigger and stronger and faster. But Amir was an extremely hard worker, and I think he saw his explosion um, his last two years, especially that last year where he was. It felt like he was a one man show. So I think with Taylor, he flashed, and he was something so different um, when they went to that type of offense. You know, um, and, and you know. To be frank, you know when he battled battled out with Zach Lee. Zach Lee actually had graded out better than he did, but they saw something in him that he was going to be unique. Obviously, his speed, um, especially with that offense, once he you know got going, uh, he was more than you know a house call. So I think for him, it's going to be, um, you know, a, a, a unique experience. It's going to be interesting to see, um you know, him accept the award, um, under, you know, considering, you know, how, you know, some people felt about him when he left. He wasn't a very, uh, I, people always felt like he wasn't very outgoing. I just think he wasn't very good in front of the camera. I mean, that's it. I think he was, you know, extremely reserved and shy. See how he's a grown man now, you know, or not grown man, but he's, you know, 32 years old. Um, you know, and it should, it shouldn't be nothing but positive, but I think, you know, 
for his time here, he was definitely an influential player. Um, you know, I can understand where people say, how did he get in so quick? You know, because you think of a Troy Dumas, somebody like that. You know, there's other guys that had to wait um, significantly a lot longer, but deservedly so. Um, he was definitely a influential player when he came. And um, his speed would it would have been next level. I think the I think the ankle injury in the hit against Oklahoma, I just felt like he never opened up. It felt like he was always running, um, with, running with something on his mind. Yeah, you you try to watch talent versus production, and you can tell the difference. And in, in we call that 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 athletic arrogance. And if you're not moving in the same way or you're moving in a way where you th- expect your body to do something that it can no longer do. And you see it in certain players. You see it after, sometimes it happens in a game from a hit. Right. Sometimes it's you see them playing with injury and not seeing it. And then sometimes the game just speeds up. Or catches up. Right? It just does. But it's always interesting for those players for them to then find another way to be successful. Right? It's right. like, oh. I can't outrun everybody. I can't run over everybody. I can't uh, shed everybody. I can't cover this the way I used to, I, but I can do something else better. And those are the players, all the players you're, you're talking about. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, I think, you know, for for him, to his defense, I felt like it's not all on him to become a better passer, Right. I felt like they 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 kind of you know hung their hat on it. It's like we this he can run and he's still and he still was fast. I mean he still was extremely fast, but teams caught up to it. And if you don't have those same threats around him, you can focus right in on him and hammer him. And he's he was built like a track guy, right? Tall and linear, but he was big, but not like you know like a Tommy Frazier or Scott Frost. So when you needed him to become a better passer, and you saw it, like his, you know, his feet were together, the, the fundamentals that Barry Thompson would be could work with him on, yeah. would have allowed him to become that much more of an effective runner and more of a still of a home run threat. I think that they felt they they knew that they had it and kind of used it too much. You kept going back to that fastball, fastball, and the fastball still has the speed, but when they start sitting on the fastball. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Then you know it doesn't look as fast, and so, um, but at the end of the day, you could go back and look and what if. But at, at the end of the day, he still had a really good career, very, very, a lot of stats, very successful. How many and, quarterbacks are now in Husker Hall? Right, like that uh, would be. A, well, I'm asking that to Austin. Austin figure it out. But yeah, I mean, heck, if you think about stats, I think you, then you got to start looking at. I mean, it's hard because. Different eras, different eras, different eras, different styles of play, different times of getting on the field. If you, I mean, if you're, you know, like if you're only a guy out there that can play, play dead, and you on defense, you're going to rack up a lot of stats. Versus, you got some first round picks and number six and fourteen pick, and you know, twenty two, twenty one out of twenty one, twenty two guys there in the NFL caliber players. You're not making 
150 tackles. Beyond the 99-yard run for Martinez, what is the legacy? I think his first run. Kansas State. Yeah, well, is that the was that Oklahoma State? Which was which was his first run when he rolled out? Was it Missouri? Not Missouri. Which one? He was at home. Is that Western Kentucky? Yeah, when he just he just I mean they didn't he murked out on okay. Yeah. I think that was his wow moment. Like I'm on I'm here I'm on the scene, and then you know he had other ones that were pretty good. I think he had a pretty good run against Michigan State up there. It was kind of like you know a grimy type of game. Um, I mean he's had he he's had some pretty you know, good, good, good plays, you know, and then obviously he has, you know, plays that, he, that weren't, weren't very good. Either. Well, I mean, but that's, that, that is the essence of a Hall of Fame career. Like somebody was asking about this, about OJ Simpson the other day. I'm like, yeah, that we, we, we all, well, most of us remember the best OJ. And then he's just as much that as he is the bad OJ. Yeah, like well, OJ it, it, had some days against Pittsburgh where he only had he had forty yards rushing, and we forget yeah. that the steel curtain shut him down. The Raiders couldn't wait to play OJ. Yeah, but it, but OJ didn't run the wrong way though. <laughs> or something like that. I think I think uh, I mean you know I was watching this thing about Jordan, Michael Jordan. There, you know, talking about him and LeBron, and they were like everybody views Jordan as Jordan from like 19, when he started winning championships, but they went back and they went over his early in his career. You know the three of eighteen game, and Scottie Pippen had to go for thirty-one and twelve um, to save him from going down three nothing. Uh, his 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 ineffectiveness against Detroit when they're up two nothing, they end up essentially getting backdoor swept, losing four in a row. Yeah, he he started out averaging thirty, ended up you know then it went down to twenty. So yeah, everybody has their ups and downs, but I think like with with him. Uh, with Taylor, I just think it was he had so much talent. He burst on the scene, and this is what people do. And you see this a lot in youth sports, right? And Austin knows this is everybody has revisionist history, and you heard it all the time from the media. And, and this revisionist history, he had such a, and, it, and this also happened with Adrian, right? You come in on this like tornado, right? Just take everything by storm, like they've never seen anything of it before. And then you're in your third or fourth year, and they're still referring back what you did to is your freshman year. Yep. So you're actually running from a ghost, and you don't even know where it's at. And you're not going to win the race. You know, you're just constantly running against, you know, uh, a book that was already written, which is your first or second year, and, he, and it gets better and better as you get longer and longer while you're playing. I think with him, the expectations got too high. I think that I think in the championship game against Oklahoma – when he got hit that time and then he was then you know then they were trying to he was trying to protect himself then it was kind of like a he was expecting the hit then the fumble um and then also he needed a partnership in a quarterback coach and an offense that was going to challenge him and dp the biggest part demand that he gets better but ultimately he actually went off on his own and found one of the quarterback guys out in california and up until he got a little bit dinged up i think his shoulder later on in his career he was getting better as a passer. He went and worked on it on his own because he really, I think he recognized it, that he had to, I needed to get better as a passer. And then, it, you know, obviously then he still was, you know, all conference and everything like that. So, he, you know, he had a really good career here. It's hard, as we know, playing quarterback here at Nebraska with all the pressure and the immense pressure and the expectations, especially now with the amount of media coverage. And when you are such a big part of the success, and you got to think it, it, it coincided with, that Bo Pelini taking over, getting more explosive on offense, 
big twice. I mean, it, it was kind you're of You're a like, victim of your circumstance. Right. Like, that, like some things you don't control, and you try to find your way through right. it. But the circumstances is the reason why part of the reason why he's here because he was able to survive and, and play well at times and, and for the majority of time in those circumstances and then go from there. And you know, I think one of the things that I didn't like for him is, and you see, you'll see this all the time, and you'll see it. You saw it with Adrian. Immediately, people started trying to compare him to the greatest guys that ever played here. Yeah. That's the that's disrespectful to yeah. T. Phrase, Jerry Taggy, Steve Taylor. Turner Gill, Eric Crouch, Scott Frost, all those guys. That's disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, don't start comparing these guys to the, let them do their own thing. And then once they get done playing and 10 years later, then you can start comparing them. But there's no, that's also, also, I think was part of the problem very quickly. Oh, he could be the best that ever played in Nebraska. I mean, did you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so I think that, um, wasn't fair to him. He didn't ask for that. He didn't ask for that at all. Um, but at the end of the day, he was very successful and done. A, he's done a really good job um, of you know playing well. Um, this and, is and quite the list, though. This is this is this is a list, list. That, has, that has a lot of meat and potatoes to talk about. Of the Hall of Fame class, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll do it. We'll get the other five. We'll do four, and then you've got Troy coming up. Hour five, so we'll do four more guys here after the break. Jay Foreman, DP.